I'm, I'm trying to find a graceful way to lead in to lay waste games. That's corny as hell. I <laughs> you know what is absolutely you. fabulous? What? We have oh, these little oh, tiny oh, metal figurines oh, on here. Oh my god, I, I, and I wanna, that's us. I want to thank you for jumping on that grenade, Johnny. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Those are absolutely fabulous. They, they actually are. Oh, jeez. These okay, figures so, are for a game, right? Yes. They are for, they are for our game, Dragoon. You guys were, we were here promoting it a while back. Several months back. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was, it was before, before PAX. We were uh, we actually we we had like, an awesome time at the show. Thanks again for having us back. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. Oh. Um, what type of game is it? It is uh, it's a strategy game. Uh, it's sort of an area control combined with some you know some luck, some strategy, there's some card play involved. So is it a card game, board game, video game? Oh, it is a tabletop board game with cards. With so cards. cards are featured in the board games. Yeah, these guys are talking about Dragoon. It's a game we uh, talked about here on the show a while back. We actually had a pretty solid day playing. We tried to get in a few different modes of play. Mm -hmm. We tried to we uh, tried to get as many people in the game as possible. And I think the only negative we had to say about it was we couldn't get enough people, like just uh, meleeing each other at once. Yep. <laughs> you know, because it was a fun ass time to go balls to the wall with vindictive. Uh, uh, prejudice <laughs> and, and and petty revenge nice, against nice. everybody across the table from you, right next to you. Yeah, we had a solid time, which is very surprising because we did have a small learning curve, but the game itself was one of the highest we ever, well, one of the highest reviews we ever gave, which is one of the re main reasons we're happy to have you back. Find out awesome. what's new with Dragoon. Well, we uh, we did uh, recently go to Pax East again. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was uh, it was actually a really exciting time because it was uh, we had just finished our fulfillment to our Kickstarter backers, and it was the first opportunity that we had to to meet the public in person and be able to actually sell copies on the spot. We had a limited number of copies available. We were out by the second day. Yeah, Ooh, wow. rookie mistake, man. We actually had to cut people on the second day to go back and make more games mm. in box and package. And then come back bright and early on the third day, and immediately sold out of all of those. That's within, a good sign. What, two hours, three hours? Uh, yeah, a couple hours. It was a couple. Of years, yeah, so they were selling like hotcakes. You missed a golden so, opportunity, man. What you got to do is you hoard those last ten copies, and then you hold a Fight Club. Get everyone. <laughs> yeah, hear me out. Get everyone dressed up in, in Dragoon T-shirts and maybe some face paint, and go at it. We heard right. some. We heard some rumors afterwards that there were a few copies on eBay that were that were. I don't know how true it was, but uh, I, I couldn't find any. They but. were up there. <laughs> ignore the username Pat B Nights eighty two. That didn't. That didn't. What? Huh? Who's? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at these shiny new pieces here. These were not in the original collection that we tried out. Uh, what, what's what's going on, man? You've been making design choices now. A few just a few enhancements. minor enhancements here for. Uh, we're we've got a, a special edition that we're that we're doing right now mm -hmm. uh, that we're gonna unleash. We got some a few pre-orders going on right now, but. Um, Primarily for Gen Con, uh, and all of these pieces are rather than than painted and uh, you know baked enamel, mm -hmm. we've plated and finished in fine metals such as silver, copper, uh, gold finish, and black nickel, and they are gorgeous. Are you boys going fancy on us? Is that, is that what's going on here? It's all about fancy, man. It is fancy. Uh -huh. Dragons deserve. They like to hoard. You know, treasure. They wine. What what better way to pay tribute to their love of treasure than to make the dragon itself 
treasure. Did you, say, did you, you just, uh, fly this by Wizards of the Coast? Because I'm sure D&D folks would... Uh... Because we use a dragon in a game. They don't own dragons. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you got... You got <laughs> they gold, own a lot of Gold things. dragons, copper dragons, silver dragons. These are all very D&D themed. Those are uh, actual D&D Those are dragons. also things that existed outside of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, I believe in Arthurian legends and... <laughs> Middle uh, European history. Yes. It's also, a color. if there's a contention, I'm. We didn't call them chromatic, and we didn't call them Tiamat, and Bahamut, <laughs> but those t- those names too. Hey, we all know the greatest dragon is Puff. Yeah. No, well, the greatest is, dragon is Spyro. We, I, I, I think we do well with them. They do well with us. Everybody loves dragons right now, and I think most of that is probably attributed to Game of Thrones. I think they have spiked. The lust oh. for dragons, the oh. love of dragons. Yes, and I'm sure someday we'll eventually see them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got the new figures. These are going to be presented at Gen Con, you glossed over. Yes, that What's is going? right. So we, uh, we're coming back to Gen Con. Uh, we were there last summer and had a, an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, we, uh, in addition to having an, uh, a dedicated events table where we're going to be demoing with, I don't know, 150, 200 people, mm-hmm. we got uh, accepted into the Entrepreneur Avenue uh, for independent game companies, and so we have an exhibitor booth in uh, in the main section there. And again, we're to the second full scale assault on, uh, <laughs> on being able to sell the games yeah. right to the people that want them. Yeah, it, like like last year was wonderful. The conventions have been really wonderful and fun for us. Like we really lucked out with packs getting pulled into the indie mega booth as well as our own section. Like we've been getting a lot of love from the conventions. And Gen Con last year was awesome because they put us. Pretty much dead center, right, right, like every entry point. We were like right in the center lane. We had our two tables. Nice. And we there taking tickets, giving people water, yeah, uh, directing yeah. them to exits. Well, no, it just like as you come in, it was just kind of a straight shot through mm-hmm. into the room. Like you know, we were like the little engine that could because there's kind of a sea of settlers of Catan and you know D and D games everywhere, and then our little table right in the middle. So it's like people would come over and play their game, but then they would see us, and then we have a constant flow of traffic so we're, we're pretty excited to come back what, what would you attribute <clears throat> that that type of uh success that that attraction to the game because when you look from my from mm-hmm. my perspective when i first saw it it's fairly simple looking you have a standard grid you have these uh singular pieces and then you have these uh dragon roofs i forgot what they were called but the caves the caves yeah and, and that's essentially it, whereas you go to a game that um, a little bit more complex uh, as far as the physicality of it, uh-huh. like Monopoly, and everyone knows how to play Monopoly, no, but there's way don't. more have, pieces. To this day, never completed a game of Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an advantage we have over Monopoly. You can complete a game yeah. in an hour. I'd say like a typical dra- uh, Dragoon game is probably like between 30 minutes and an hour. Yeah. And, and I'd say that the, the simplified, the initially simplifying look of the game where it doesn't have too many pieces in play there isn't Mm -hmm. there isn't that much in a way of setup and there isn't that much uh there on the board to sort of pay attention to whereas there's like writing on all sorts of these Mm -hmm. different spaces for many different uh types of uh Mm -hmm. board games where in each square will have like its own event or something like that yours is very straightforward and and streamlined the It looks, uh, at least from the board that we saw and we were able to play with, mm-hmm. the cloth board, uh, by the way, yeah, very nice cloth touch. board. I think yep. is a big, uh, and I think this was, you know, talking with Jake, wanted something to make it feel unique and really 
like a like a, a immersive experience. A cloth board, it just when you look at it, when you unfurl it, it feels like it's got that look. Like, would you say of like a treasure map? Yeah. Like from a fantasy setting. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's it, it looks aged. It looks like it, it looks some. It's somehow more real. Like and and having something cloth versus like the vinyl or the paper, or the kind of the postery substances that some uh, mats might use. One, it's a little more durable. Um, and if you do get the occasional coffee or maybe soda stain on it, machine it's one, washable, machine washable. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, it's like, uh, my, blow your like nose my, in the game board. my buddy Austin, uh, would say with his D and D character sheets, the sheet gets a little more personality when it gets some stains, like it kind of adds to it. When, if you get, if you were to get a stain on it, the kind of it makes it just look, it looks, <laughs> it makes it seem a little more, uh, like, like a relic. You know, and, and and having the cloth, we had that little machine edged around it that looks, it's intentionally made to look a little frayed on the side, so it looks, it just looks like a piece, like an artifact that had been passed I'm on. I'm glad you all went in that direction. I remember I suggested uh, balsa wood, because then you could fold it into a plane and just kind of send it off. That would seem like the wrong approach for a game about dragons. I'm right. Just, yeah, I think <laughs> you made the right decision. Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, you know, we, we went with, we ended up choosing some of these, you know, different, Materials and, uh, and and pieces and the, the the look of them and everything and um, and it, it did a, a really fantastic job of like of, of catching people's attention. Yes, because it wasn't really something people had seen before, uh, and and it it brought a lot of people in to to examine it. Like, oh, what's this? Yeah, I want to look at this. I want to I want to see what this is all about. Mm -hmm. And once they get into actually playing the game, very quickly they're picking it up. And they're having a really great time. Uh, the the mechanics behind the game, uh, I you know, I designed it specifically so that it would be very inclusive. Um, so there wouldn't be a, a very intimidating learning curve. Uh, you know, pitting against somebody who played it before, where you're like, oh well, I'm never gonna win because this person has yeah. played it 20 times. And the this game is, my first time. is very well balanced, and that's something that that for me as the guy that's little on the more on the novice side when it comes to board games and our group of friends mm -hmm. this game is very well balanced where somebody could be ahead because they played it before but with cards they they give that 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 great x factor that somebody that has played this a lot isn't just going to des destroy the game and you might be up 20 gold but then a couple rounds later that person's behind five and it and that i think that's a really fun thing because it keeps people invested because so many times of the game you get a blowout and you just give up you're like well screw this i'm i'm dead right yeah exactly i mean you've got the you know one extreme of of games you've got chess which you know you're it's 100 percent strategy mm -hmm. you know you, you take a novice player put him against a chess master there's there's only one outcome you know the novice is not going to win mm -hmm. uh there's no luck and you know you got the the opposite of that which is you know maybe a card game like war you know, you're just, just luck. you're just flipping a card, and random chance will determine the entire outcome. Mm -hmm. And the games that, that I've loved, and I've played with my family and my friends, and, and the games that, that get a lot of replayability, uh, are are a really great blend of those two. You know, games like Carcassonne or Settlers of Catan, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you know there's a, there is a really heavy uh, element of, of strategy involved, but there's so much is, is determined by the roll of the dice or yeah. just random chance. And so you don't feel, even when you lose, like, oh, man, I'm really bad at this. This yeah. wasn't very fun at all. Like, 
you have a great time even losing. At least I do. No, <laughs> I no, lose I, a lot. Which, which game should this... be? Because too often, I think this is what we were when we were hanging out earlier, having some of us were hanging out having dinner. Yeah. Too often, games have a very poor binary way: win, lose, and like you're either happy or you're sad, you're defeated. And mm-hmm. games are supposed to be to have fun. That is the that is the clear objective of a game. Why do we play games? To engage, have fun. And like Jake was saying, this is something that I didn't win this time, and that, and but I'm going to win, or I won these other times. It keeps you invested. You want to play again because you're having fun, even when you lose, mm-hmm. or especially that's, when you lose, because sometimes that can be hilarious. That's like, the key right there. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that was that was the because you're crushing, and then you get what you deserve because you destroyed your buddies for a couple of rounds, and then they got you. And you're like, ah, I, fair I, enough. I think it is uh, the big thing with that, and and what makes it so uh, uh, attracts people is the fact that the strategy. Uh, mm-hmm. that players can develop is very intuitive. So yeah. it has that very easy kickoff, uh, you know, a couple of rounds in, everyone kind of understands the intricacies of the game. They yeah. may not know the full depth, but mm-hmm. they know enough where they can start strategizing really, exactly. really quickly. And, and I think that was what oh, you were going to say oh, about just, with packs or well, Really just the, the more the more you play it and the more you get into it, the, the, the deeper into the strategy you can get. So there's, yeah. there's a lot of complicated choices that you can make. Even on uh, you know a quick glance, it's like oh well, this is a it's a very light luck based sort of game, but like and a lot of people like that about it. But there is a, a lot of depth to it that um, that you know a lot of people are, are are discovering now, which is which is fantastic. Oh, dude, I'm jazzed, man. Okay, so give us the uh, give us the uh, the quick and dirty. Like, what advances or updates or improvements are you bringing to Gen Con? Uh, really, the the biggest. Uh, updates and advancements are are with the 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 color and the plating of the pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is is pretty much the same. But what we're doing right now is uh, in we're working pretty heavily on the first round of expansions. Um, so we're, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of play testing, which has been really really awesome to get back into. Um, and we're uh, we're set to we're, we're planning to do another Kickstarter for uh, the first few rounds of expansions. Mm-hmm. And again, that's gonna Increase the players from from two to four, mm-hmm. which is what it is right now, up to a fifth and a sixth playable character. Nice. Um, and those is a bit of an asymmetric play style, so there's going to be a, a human rogue character that you can play, and it plays differently than uh, than the dragons. But there's also a barbarian. Oh, nice. Um, you get a human character who plays with his foot, and a barbarian <laughs> whose whose like objective is to chew and. And, and, like, devour the board as you play. Yeah. Okay, oh. so I'm just a regular Jagoff user. I'm not familiar with games, but I'm really interested. How can I get the inside information? Can I find you guys online? Are you on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on MySpace, on Black Planet, on Mihente.com? So We're on that. everything except the last three. <laughs> <laughs> I might be on MySpace, too. You I think be. two of us are probably... I think Jake and I are still on MySpace. I think oh, that's... Geez. You gotta live in the now, man. It's all about Friendster. That's, that's the garage <laughs> band days right there. Playdragoon.com. That's the best way to find us on uh, on just online. It's our yeah, website. It's got everything on it. And uh, it's got links to our, our different social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram. And uh, we will we'll be announcing in a few short weeks, uh, once Gen Con kind of wraps up, when people will be able to pre-order this, uh, this latest special edition uh, plated set version. Cool, cool. Now, all right, one final question. Um, I got to know, is one of these expansions the version where instead of a dragon, you play a shark that 
shoots a crossbow, that shoots guns, that shoots flaming knives uh, as your as your primary attack. Um. Yes. Yes. yes that, 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 that's that's, happening. that's in development. That's in the R and D phase. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, uh, fellas. Thank you very much. Want to thank Lee Waste Games. Dragon. You got You got You got to. That, that's got to be a soundbite. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Do we? Uh, do we mention the the sound component with the game? Sound Our, component. Well, the game. Uh, is it Aural? What's the? Erasma. There's an there's a, an app called Erasma that we use to uh, to incorporate sound effects for all the cards. So you can. Uh, so if you have already got the game, or you're going to get the game, don't forget to get Arasma and then download Dragoon uh, sounds for that, which will interact with your cards and play sound effects like dragons roaring or fire or music. Oh man! All right, so no more. My dragon sounds like. <laughs> All right, so play Dragoon.com. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, fellas.